superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Stafford, receivers in tight. He gets the snap. Stafford finds Cup in the end zone. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Touchdown, Cup! The Rams have taken the lead! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. When the game is on the line, you need your playmakers to do it. Yeah, a lot of trust in him. This is the Rich Eisen Show. And that's the way legacies are born. Today's guests, Rams safety, Eric Weddle. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy, plus Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hey, everybody. It's a Tuesday after the Super Bowl. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, it's the Tuesday after the Super Bowl. There's no football this weekend. What the hell? Like I said yesterday, what are we going to do now for 200 days? I'm not happy about it. Well, we got the NBA All-Star game coming up, hey. for which Ben Simmons looks well-rested. <laughs> uh, we'll We're hit on see that. him in that game. We'll hit on that today uh, on this uh, three-hour edition of the Rich Not Eisen Show. The game, just um, and, uh, and so much to discuss. Oh, Crumb my bump. gosh. There's so much to discuss. <laughs> um, we've got three great guests today. Very excited uh, on this program here on NBC Sports on Peacock. We say hello to our streaming audience, uh, both visually on Peacock and listening on Odyssey. We li- say hello to our terrestrial radio audience, Rich Eisen Show Affiliate Radio Network, Coast to Coast. And we say hello to uh, everybody listening to us on Sirius XM Channel 85, NBC Sports Audio. 80. Today, our uh, first guest will be a man who's a man, a man, a man who wrecked, wrecked the Bengals buffet with one arm. Uh, Eric Weddle. One peck. One peck, one arm. I mean, <laughs> he's making one-arm tackles, man. So um, we've got uh, Eric Weddle calling in. He's a Super Bowl champion. And uh, then after him, Mike McCarthy calls into this program. Uh-oh. We're excited to have Uh-oh. the Dallas Cowboys head coach uh, on this program and lots to talk about with him. Got my resume ready, Rich, just in case he needs me for Well, something. I mean, <laughs> uh, he's allowed in the club. He does have a Super Bowl win. Yes, Okay. Yes. And um, – and, uh, you know, uh, lots of comments uh, made by Jerry Jones during Senior Bowl week to bring up to Mike McCarthy that uh, Mike knows at some point he's not going to be the coach of the Cowboys at some point. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if he takes that as uh, 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 threatening or just uh, just a bummer that we are all going to die sometime. Can we test um, that out, Rich? Like, hey, Rich, at some point you will not be an NFL Network host. You know what? Um uh, I, I I don't want that to happen now. Um, or ever. At some point, yes. Uh, I don't think that they will try to use a Ouija board to see how I can set up uh, four downs or something the like Eisen that. Hologram yeah, the Eisen hologram? Yeah, the Eisen hologram. It'll just be out there running and catching passes. <laughs> exactly right. Who's going to catch all the passes? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so he's he's joining us in hour number two. And then uh, Sir Sapp, Warren Sapp, joins us all in studio in hour number three of this program. Um, so here's what's on my mind after Super Bowl 56. What do you got? 
the uh, the fact that both Aaron Donald and Sean McVay are rumored to be thinking about stepping that's away, weird. and neither of them have tamped down the rumor. Neither of them are like that's crazy talk, and neither of them went you know never say never, but I have no plans, I have no intention. I'm you know, both were like I'm just gonna hang out, I'm just gonna live in the moment. And when you say I'm just going to live in the moment, that means uh, the moment's going to pass and then I'll think about it. <laughs> and um, one's 30 and one's 36. By the way, McVeigh isn't the 30. You, <laughs> you, have to, you have to keep saying that. <laughs> but he's a 36-year-old Super Bowl winning head coach with two visits to the, to the big game already. Mm-hmm. Two years left on a contract. About to marry uh, his lovely fiance, who we've met uh, when uh, he was in studio here in 2019. She came with him, and um, and you know he told uh, our friend Albert Breer before the Super Bowl that he's thinking about at some point having a family, things like that, right? And you know, and and I could and I could tell him having a family is amazing. I got uh, a lovely Valentine's Day card from. Taylor that I put on my Instagram account last night. I got a lot of responses to that and you know and you get a macaroni necklace. Kids are great, you know. <laughs> All of that good stuff, man. You know. He's 36. And he it, it's entirely possible he could double his salary calling games in a booth rather than the headset he's got on right now. And I'm just thinking it's a bummer. If he wants to, if he steps away for the Rams, but obviously for him, he could just call football games the rest of his career. And, and then if he wants, he can get back in the game after 10 years when he's still in his mid forties, Bill Parcells won his first game as head coach of the giants when he was a 42 year old man. Think about that. So, um, Aaron Donald is going to stop playing football at age 30 at the top of his game. And with McVay, though, before I turn to Donald, I guess one other thing, too, is like if if the Rams thought this was possible, why would they let somebody like Kevin O'Connell out the door? Right? Yeah. Why would he not just be there? Uh, hold on a minute. Let me use the phrase that I'm going to use with Mike McCarthy later on. Why not just say that... Um, you know, O'Connell stays here because there's always been with every coach, every one of these coaches that we've had here have said that they'd love to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams. Every one, every last one of them. That's what he said about Dan Quinn and uh, Sean Payton. So what a great spot to be a head coach in the Los Angeles Rams fresh off of winning a Super Bowl, right? In this beautiful new stadium with a whole bunch of people that Les Need is definitely going to have to figure out how to keep, but I think he will. He Knows how to do that sort of stuff. And then draft on second and third days with the picks that he has left because he doesn't have one until my son, who just turns 11 today, gets bar mitzvahed. Happy birthday, birthday, Coop. Coop. Thank you very much. Coop. I don't know. Aaron Donald, will he really step away at age 30? I I can't fathom it. If you want to play the Michael Jordan, like no one thought he would step away the first time. Like he said in that presser, like, what more do I have to accomplish? Three, Aaron Donald, three-time MVP, now has a Super Bowl. He is a defensive player, defensive player of the year. year sorry, absolute lock for Canton. What else is there to do? Win more, make more money. I guess I don't know. Yeah. And and for anybody, I I I, I am just shocked by all of it. 
and would be totally just disappointed by all of it because I think the Rams can run it back. I mean, you you yeah, look at what they've got going on here, and you'd have to assume Robert Woods can come back in time for maybe the beginning of the season, if not a few games into the season, and Stafford and Cup, that connection isn't going to get worse. <laughs> and the running backs that they have there are all terrific as yeah. a complement. Daryl Henderson had some wheel route action going on in Super Bowl 56 that yeah. was significant, and we haven't seen him in a while because Cam Akers had started playing very well, and we hadn't seen Cam Akers for a couple of spells because Sony Michelle yeah. finished the season really oh. well, and all three of them aren't so terribly expensive you can't keep them. And you're assuming Whitworth goes, and you have to figure out yeah. maybe how to shore up your offensive line, but defensively... You know, Von Miller says he's going to test all of free agency, but I think you'd, you'd think he'd want to come back. The way he talked after the game, it seemed like he loved L.A. Why not? Yeah. It was 85 degrees here on Super Sunday, oh, February amazing. 13th. Yeah. Amazing. He can move all the chickens from Colorado to L.A., oh. you know, better weather. <laughs> he can find some chickens here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a base for your chickens. <laughs> I think you could run it back. I think you can absolutely run it back. So tough, though, Rich. Right? It is so tough. Look so how tough, tough it was for the Bucks right here. Look how tough it's been that we haven't seen one repeat winner since year two of NFL Network, and we're now 19 years old. Got to stay healthy. We thought There's, the Chiefs would be that. But. It just, But it also shows you this. It shows you how difficult the grind is in the NFL. Mm-hmm. For people who make it look so easy. You know what I'm saying? Both McVay and Aaron Donald make it look so easy. When McVay talks, he doesn't seem like he's struggling for the right answer. He also doesn't seem like he's struggling when he's calling a play. And he, like I watched the Super Bowl back, the telecast, the last few minutes on NFL Network last night. Fourth and inches, 30-yard line. You got all three timeouts left. Five minutes to go in the Super Bowl. Maybe you punt it, let your defense play, burn all your timeouts and give Stafford a shot, you know, with no timeouts left. You just play it easy. McVay went right ahead and started calling a play, and it was, let's get it in Cooper Cup's hands running it. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Bingo. That worked. Looked easy, didn't it? How easy was that grind? How easy is the grind day in, day out? For a 36-year-old guy who's already starting to think about, you know what, ESPN's been knocking on my door. I think ESPN would have him in a heartbeat. I think Amazon would have him in a heartbeat if that's what he really wants to do. And these decisions are getting made literally in the next week to 10 days, I'm hearing. You want to get him in there and get him going for his his career? John Madden, may he rest in peace. They had that memorial last night for him in Oakland in the, uh, in the black hole last night. He had one Super Bowl. He left. He was the youngest winning head coach in the history of the Super Bowl until Sunday night. He left. And um, one one ring in his back pocket. He had a Hall of Fame career, calling football games. McVeigh could be doing his boom thing on, on television for the next 25, 30 years and still be in the booth and retire a 66-year-old man. Think about it. Hmm. So this is the stuff that he's thinking wow, about, but it man. also just shows you the grind of coaching and shows the grind of being Aaron Donald. He makes it look so simple. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Him getting the burrow to win that game, I watched that again because you don't see this stuff in the in the uh, in the 
the arena there, in the yeah. stadium. But he ran straight around the man who was charged with blocking him. Oh, it looks that's so a simple. professional grown man. Rich. That may, that, that <laughs> looks so simple because you know it's the that's the guy who's going to try and end the game, and then he did. <laughs> McVeigh called it. You see that clip going around? I know, and he called it. He's going to make a play here. It's awesome. Well, I mean. You know, that's what he I'll do. be very honest here. If he's going to get into professional broadcasting, he's going to have to dig a little bit deeper down the roster. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, Aaron Donald's going to make if, a play. If Mooch said, if Mooch said on game day morning, Aaron Donald's going to make the play to win the Super Bowl, we'd be like, give me another one, please. Well, sometimes like the X factor. You're going to go deeper. What would, what, what would the odds have been on that bet, Chris? Uh, minus 5,000. <laughs> so just goes to show you how difficult the grind is. But it also shows one last thing I want to just point out here. Our first guest is Eric Weddle. Anybody thinking of stepping away, it never leaves you. It never leaves you. Right now, Brady's got to be happy. He's not thinking about new league year. He's not thinking about anything. Not or, thinking or about he is anything. Thinking about it. Uh, or, you know, but I bet you he's wherever Sean Payton is now. I yeah. bet you he's thrilled he's not looking over spreadsheets from the Senior Bowl. That's you know, fair. that's fair. And but once toe meets the ball, and training camps open, and you might not miss the two a days if they still exist very much anymore. But once you're you're in the in the mix, you're going to miss it. And Eric Weddle, I can't wait to talk with him. Never got it out of his system, and he gets a phone call from Les Snead. Hey, how'd you like to come uh, play with us one more time and see what we can do? And he says yes, and he comes off the couch, and he plays like a million snaps, his peck snaps, but he's going to put a ring on his finger that he never thought in two years he'd ever have again. Crazy. That's why they say never say never. Literally crazy. Because Eric Weddle could have said that'll never happen, and now it has. So these are things that we- that, that Donald and, and McVeigh are, are – have to be thinking that's what I've been thinking uh, honestly I've been thinking a lot about Stafford I want to hit a little bit more on him uh, I'm, I'm thinking a heck of a lot of, about Kyler Murray and whatever the hell is going on with him and there and there being Arizona I can't wait to talk to uh, Warren Sapp about this year's Hall of Fame class and if he agrees with Richard Sherman who is going all in on Matthew Stafford not being Hall of Fame worthy aggressively um, so there's lots to talk about there. Mike McCarthy said he wasn't going to watch the playoffs. I will test his knowledge on the Super Bowl on that front. And then everything that Mike McCarthy heard uh, that we've all heard and what's going on in his head. That's at the top of hour number two. Don't miss that. This is how we're rolling here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. When we come back, Eric Weddle will join us. I'm assuming here in Los Angeles, California, I, I'm assuming he hasn't gone home because there's a parade tomorrow. Right? We're hoping he joins us. Okay. And there's a parade tomorrow, interestingly enough, for the Rams and the Lakers and the Dodgers because LeBron has suggested it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Oh, my God, do we have a lot to talk about here. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on anything going on in your head. Uh, 844-204-RICH, number to chat today. Uh, When we come back, Eric Weddle will join us right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Every golf equipment company claims to be longer off the tee. Everybody does that. But you know who is actually longer off the tee? It's Callaway. Oh, I was going to guess. Callaway's new Rogue ST driver is the only... (laughs) It was a rhetorical question. Callaway's new Rogue ST driver is the only one built to completely bomb it because it's been speed-tuned to the Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. 
Every Rogue ST is engineered with a new tungsten speed cartridge, which gives you more speed on off-center hits and provides more forgiveness thanks to high MOI. But that's just the beginning because Callaway has engineered a Rogue ST for every... Most golfers are going to fit into the Max because of its incredible combination of distance and forgiveness, but there's also Max D, their dedicated draw model for players who need more shot shape correction. And if you need something more low spin, the Max LS is yours. That's yours for you. But for the true player out there, the Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS is the compact low spin head that the tour players love. Callaway has been through every aspect of speed, so all you have to do is go rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. Eric Weddle and his beard and his trophy when we come back. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number, sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the uh, Rich Eisen Show, uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Um, we're going to take your phone calls. Our phone call, uh, next one we take is from Eric Weddle in a couple of minutes when our terrestrial radio audience returns. Um... This is going to be an interesting show for you, TJ, since you're the Cowboys Sixer fan here. Yes. Mike McCarthy calling in at the top of hour number two. And Ben Simmons, we heard from him for the first time. Who? Okay, very good. <laughs> no, I mean, my, 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 my earpiece went out. I didn't hear what oh, you said. Okay. Ben that, Simmons, no, we heard from him. Oh, yeah, for the first battery's time. still out. No, that's on. I'm not still hearing weird. that I mean, I name. I got the chat one over here if you need you know, it. Let me just check this out. You know, technology. Showed up at practice yesterday, so... Let's just hold our uh, our let's just up. hold our powder on that one. Dapping up KD. <laughs> saw that. Saw that. Saw that. Seth Curry dropping. Seth uh, Curry. And Steph had a big night last night too. Yeah, Steph, they yeah lost but you see, first of all, Ty Lue should be coach of the year, right? Oh, now. stop it. We're, 
Stop it. Well, Have you been paying attention? Why should Ty Lue be coach of the year? Do you see what he's doing with that Clipper team who have lost all their stars, and yet that team is still in Paul George contest. hasn't played in, like, what, two months? Yeah, I think his he's, I, think, I don't think he's coming back, and Kawhi's not going to come back. And yet, somehow, Tyloo's got this team. With, you, could, you couldn't They're even name than, two players on the team, and yet the be, Clippers are balling. Better than the Lakers. <laughs> that part. Better than the Lakers. I don't know who that the part. Cavs coach is, but that guy should be coaching. Okay, he, that's a, he's a, he's, <laughs> it's interesting you know enough. I mean? Okay, it's that's interesting a... enough is that, is that, uh, the, the, as a matter of fact, the NBA is naming, they have a new award called that coach <laughs> of the year. It's not coach of the year, it's that coach of the year. Whoever I don't know who guy that guy is. is, but whoever that it's guy JB is. It's J.B. Bickerstaff. Yeah, we'll see. Good. He's coach of the year. He's the thing that that's a, one of the hosts of the Rich Eisen basketball show saying, I don't know who the coach of the Cavs right? is. No, TJ, you're wrong Come with your on, coach. Man. The coach of the year should be this guy oh, over Harden's here. Harden's now meeting the media. Harden's meeting the media right now. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah, what's he doing handing to a honey bun to Howard Eskin? What's happening? Howard Eskin. Sorry. It's lunchtime. People know Howard, Howard Eskin. Howard Eskin's honey bun would be a basketball <laughs> fantasy name, right? Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Just a little Philly humor for you. Just that, a little Philly humor that for is you. Funny. <laughs> that is funny. Just a little. Fil- okay, so I mean, our terrestrial radio audience is about to return. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial. Can't wait to chat with my friend Eric Weddle. That's about to happen. Mike McCarthy, hour number two. Warren Sapp, all hour number three. For crying out loud. Let's- this is how we're rolling. Uh, and we've also got a new segment coming up on hour number two where Chris Brockman gives me actual first take <laughs> subject matters and I give my take on it. We're calling it second take. Second, second take. I can't wait. How? Thank you very much. That'll be great. 844 rich number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network with our Peacock audience and Sirius XM. Uh, my friends at Courtyard by Marriott, we've had a great um, uh segment every Tuesday here called Rise and Shine, where we give uh, a special spotlight to somebody whose passion for the game matches the passion for the game that fans have and matches the passion that certainly with Courtyard by Marriott engenders in travel. So we always went with road teams. um, But this time around, we're going with, I guess, a player from the de facto road team from the Super Bowl in terms of miles traveled figuratively on a journey. And that is one of the best in the business when he used to play regularly and he comes off the couch after missing two years of football to fill in for the Rams. And then it was more than just a fill in. He was a dynamite, crucial member of this Super Bowl running team. Now a Super Bowl champion, Eric Weddle here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Eric Weddle? Rich, my man. Uh, Man, Super Bowl champ, bro. Super Bowl (laughs) Champ. Yeah, Super Bowl champ. All right, I, I don't even know how to start with you, but I'll just start with <laughs> when did you get the phone call from the Rams? Who called you? Who called you from the Rams, Eric? Raheem, Raheem called me. I was in I was in a meeting with a, with a local high school about taking over maybe in the future their football program. Mm-hmm. And I, I came out and I had a, had a missed call from Raheem in a text and it said, hey, Dub, give me a call when you get this. And so... My first initial thought was like, I'm not sure what help I can do uh, for the for the playoff game against the against the Cardinals. I mean, I haven't played against them in a couple of years. I don't know what scouting I could do for them. Uh, you know, this was Tuesday of game week, and uh, I called him back. 
And he was like, hey, what you doing? We're just chopping it up. And then he just got straight to it. He's like, hey, you're not fattening out of shape, are you? And I said, I said of course not. Of course not. But what, uh, what's going on? And so from there on, he, he laid, laid down what his what they had this crazy idea about me coming back and helping them out. They were in dire need. And uh, after a few hours of talking to other coaches and players and thinking it through, I said, shoot, why not, man? This is a, a second chance of a lifetime, and uh, I'd regret I'd regret it if I didn't uh, see it through. Oh my. Five weeks later, Super Bowl champ. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is unbelievable. So who did you who did you talk to? Did you talk to McVay? Did who who else did you who else did you speak to when you were considering and other players? Yeah, you talked to. Yeah, so immediately when I got off the phone with Raheem, I called Chanel, and that's who my wife's name is. Mm-hmm. And I and I, uh, and I said, "Hey, babe, what would you say? What would what would you say if I told you Monday night I could be suiting up for the Rams?" And she said, she started laughing. She said, "Nice joke. What's really going on?" <laughs> I, said, I said, "No, no, for real." Uh, I just got off the phone with Raheem, so I, I talked to her. Uh, you know, when after going through all the stuff, she said, "Hey, babe, if anyone can do it, you can." And when she said that, I said, "You know what? You're right." Like, cause I was on the fence, really. Like, physically, I haven't done. You know, I work out, but I work out just to make my body feel better and, mm-hmm. and to, you know, to stay in shape. And you know, when you when you play for as long as I have, it just becomes a part of you. You know, working out and trying to stay healthy and do those things and. And I was just like, I don't know, you know. And once she said that, I was like, you know what, you're right. Like, I look at myself as one of the most mentally toughest guys in this world. And if anyone can do it, I could. So then I circled back with a couple other coaches. Then I last talked to Sean about three, probably three hours later after the initial call. You know, when Raheem called around 3.30, probably circled back to, to Sean around 7. And, uh, you know, he was all on board with it. And, and then uh, – you know, by about 9.30, decided to roll. Uh, got up there about 1 a.m. and was in the building by 5.30 getting to work. <laughs> this is unbelievable. You cannot make it up, Eric Weddle. You cannot make no, up what you're saying yeah. right now. Because you also played expertly. You, like, you you play, I mean, you, you how many, did you play 60 snaps uh, against uh, the the Niners did you in the championship game is that did you work your way up to like sixty defensive snaps, Eric? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, first week I played nineteen right. against the Cardinals, and, and luckily we we were blowing them out. So right. I had to play in the second half because I actually I actually aggravated my hammy and growing in that game. Mm-hmm. So I it would have been I would have went back in there, but I probably would have tore everything, and that would have been the end of this special run. Uh, but thankfully we didn't. And then the next week, uh, I played 61 snaps <sighs> against Tampa, and then played played everything, played every snap, started and played everything the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl. What did Brady say to you when he saw you in that game? Did he say something to you, <laughs> Eric? <laughs> yeah, he was. You know, I just wanted to, you know, sh- show my respect to him after the game. And, and let him know how much I admire him and look up to him. And he was just like, dude, you got to be sore as you know what. <laughs> we just talked back and forth a little bit and uh, just what a, you know, he's the GOAT. And uh, just wanted to let him know that he inspired me from afar.
Well, maybe you might inspire him to come back, Eric. I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, it's just crazy. A lot of things had to align, right? Both safeties had to go down. Uh, they had no depth behind that. Uh, and, you know, they knew me. They knew that I would be in somewhat good enough shape to even try it. Right, I could have fallen flat on my face the two practices before Monday night, but that wasn't going to happen. I mean, I'm, I'm, I can go out there and give them a few snaps, uh, but to, to build and to make it what it was to start in the Super Bowl and to have an impact that I did and to help these guys was something that I'll cherish for the rest of my life and hope people see that when an opportunity comes across, hopefully you're ready for it and you and you're and you're ready. Right, because an opportunity of a lifetime came to me, and even though I wasn't a hundred percent ready, I took the chance, and look what happened. I'm a Super Bowl champ now. Eric Weddle here on the Rich Eisen Show. Ninth years with San Diego and the Chargers, and then three with Baltimore, and then your last one with the Rams. You retire. You know, we chatted after you retired, and now here you are, champion with the Rams. After that story you just told, what was Super Sunday like for you? Was it what you dreamt about, Eric? It was incredible. It was really, uh, you know, the game itself, the flows, the ups and downs, the adversity, uh, everything that you feel a football game uh, is and, and was from a player's standpoint. You never really realize all the all the other, I wouldn't say BS, but just as a player, like the timeouts were so long, the halftime show, like the rock getting up there and doing the thing that's like, are we the show or is everything else the show? It was just like, kind of like, hey, we had 40 minutes before we left the field. Like, why not do all this stuff during that time instead of right. having a 40-minute countdown, then have all these other things going on. Then The Rock gets up there when zero's on the clock, we're supposed to go out, and then he's going for another five minutes. It's like, holy smokes. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, I know, I know it's a, a spectacle for the world and this and that. Yeah. But uh, when the game was being played, when we weren't staying around on timeouts and everything else, it was incredible. And and then being a part of the last play and watching it unfold uh, right before my own eyes in live action was was something that I can literally be in that moment for the rest of my life. Well, before. And, Go ahead. No, before we get to that, though, I do want to – I'm sorry. I don't want to just hop in here. When did you tear your pec, though? When did that happen, Eric? In your that game? was in the – it was in the first quarter. Uh, it, it was just – you know, I rewatched the play that night when I got the game film, and, and I first initially thought, like, I thought Joe Mixon just kicked me or, or, or stepped on me because it was like – I just didn't know. I'm like, how in the world – is my shoulder peck hurting so bad? So then I rewatched it, and it was actually my teammate was running behind him, and he kicked my arm as I was tackling him. So it was just – and it went the opposite direction, which is just so crazy and unfortunate. Uh, you know, what are the odds of that happening? But, yeah, I, I just – I was in a lot of pain, but I'm like, this is a Super Bowl, man. I can run. I can still talk and communicate. Uh, yeah, is it going to hurt every second? Yeah, but I got 50 years to rehab this thing and go get surgery and do what I need to do. But as long as I wasn't a liability out there, I wasn't going to be. I wasn't going to come off that field. Not in that moment. Not when I've dreamt of this situation. I was like, I'm not going out like this. So you, Eric, you just better clutch up, 
get your mind right and tough it up. That you're on your on your right side, right? Because we're we're seeing you yeah. tackle Jamar Chase with one left arm right here on our screen. <laughs> you know, like that. So that's what you you are one left arm tackler the rest of the day. Then pretty much, right? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just <laughs> you know, I, I just throwing the whole body in there, whatever it took. You know, a few times I just threw my body in there and. Oh, you know, hopefully when I looked up that the guy was tackled, uh, <laughs> and you, you know, in that moment, you're just whatever. And then sometimes you just had to, you had to throw your, your right arm in there and, and just get through it. The pain, the pain was, uh, you got used to it after a while. And, uh, <sighs> you know, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than myself. This, this was about the moment, right? The moment of what are you going to do? And are you going to, are you going to clutch up mind over matter and, and help your team win? By any means necessary, or you, or you not. And for me, it was, it wasn't even a question. It was like, hey, let's go do this. Let's get this win and be immortalized in the history books for the rest of our lives. A few more minutes left here with Super Bowl champion Eric Weddle of the Los Angeles Rams. The Tuesday after Super Bowl Fifty Six here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's get to the last defensive snap for you uh, in the game and in your career. Um, walk me through fourth and short with time winding down in Super Bowl 56, Eric. Walk me through that one. Yeah, so, so we're coming out. We have a, we're playing man-to-man. I was on number three, Tyler Boyd, and uh, we have low hole help. So the way we play that, you know, any type of shallow or in-cut, in uh, you know, T-Rap was in, inside of me. So he'll, he'll overtake that, and then I flashed to the second window. And as they came out in the formation, we knew who the running back was. Mixon wasn't in there, so they ain't running the ball, especially getting stuffed on – third and one, uh, and then you hear the checks, you hear all the things you studied throughout the week, and you feel like it's going to be passed, and, you know, AD talked a lot about that uh, after the game where he got such a great jump off the ball, knowing, knowing that uh, it was passed, and he had he had his best pass for us move ready, and for us on the back end, I mean, it was, we, we had that locked down. The route combination and the concept was, there wasn't anywhere to throw the ball anyways, uh, so whether it was AD going to get to him or someone else, he he was going to have to – Joe was going to have to make something happen because the, the first read, the second read, and the third read weren't there, and we had it all gloved up. So I flashed to the second window. The slant was right there from the outside by number one. Uh, and at that point, he was getting hit by AD. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, you're just, you're just thinking to yourself, this is going to happen. It's happening. The ball falls in – you know, throws it up in the air, just trying to make something happen. And he hit the ground. And in that moment, you know – you're a Super Bowl champ. There's one timeout. They they have nothing left. We're going to take a knee, and the energy, the passion, the just to celebrate with your teammates is like nothing you'll ever be a part of the rest of your life. That that moment is something uh, that you dream of, and to be able to live it, and to be able to be in my situation five weeks ago to now, when I thought that dream was over, uh, I'm just super super humbled and fortunate and blessed to be have that moment in my life for the, for the for the history books i was a part of that play to win the super bowl damn straight you were eric weddle how good is aaron Donald? i mean like 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 what i mean <laughs> i know right i mean people people don't uh kind of take for granted what he is and what he's all about right and it's just it's hard to fathom if he ever ever got just single blocked uh, the majority of a game, what would happen? I mean, literally, he gets 
the he gets the offensive line rotation to him every time, like literally. And when he doesn't, it's a sack or it's a TFL or it's a it's a hit on the QB. I mean, that's how great he is. And I played with a lot of great players, but he's by far the best player I've ever played with uh, at any position. And it's uh, he just does so much for our team, our defense. Uh, the success other guys have because of him uh, and the attention that he gets goes unsaid. But, I mean, geez, the the individual accolades mm. are second to none. He's, he, he's an even better teammate, better better man. Uh, he's one of, a, one of one. When I say one of one, there is no other AD. There will never be another AD. And uh, we just got to appreciate his greatness. Well, I mean, and this, while we're on the subject of hard to fathom, it's hard to fathom that he'd, he'd walk away at age 30 at the top of his game like this. You know what a, a player who's thinking of retiring or knows it's time to retire uh, looks like. You yeah. used to be one, and you are now one again. Uh, <laughs> I, I, what do you think? Do you think that he's that this is really something he's thinking about or, or could happen? Eric, what do yeah, you think? I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. I, I just know when it gets to the point where you can't do what you normally do physically, it becomes draining, right? It, it, mentally, you have to do so much to keep yourself at the level that you expect of yourself, right? And when you're not able to practice every day, when you're not able to lift every day and do what you love to do because your body is just hurting or your body's breaking down, it takes a toll on you. So I don't know how, if he, that's how it was for me. And I just felt that I mentally couldn't keep up with it. It's the same thing that Tom talked about when he retired. If you're not 100% committed mentally to doing everything that this job entails, then you just can't do it. You just can't do it. So you need to, you just got to go, you got to step away. And for him, I don't know. Uh, that, that'll be for him to decide. I think good getting away from the game, getting away, letting your body fully recover. And, and, you know, do I think he will? I don't think so. Uh, but you understand it. If so, as a player, I totally get it if he's ready and if his mind's not in it and he's tired of everything that it, that it implies of being great, uh, I totally get it. So we shall see. I well, I'd probably be the last one to figure it out, but uh, – yeah. Hopefully, uh, more great, great days ahead of him. But if it is, I mean, he's one of the all-time greats, man. And uh, everyone should applaud what he's done so far, and I know I do. And the couple minutes I have left with you, Eric Weddle, I just want to know what it was like to, for some of these hugs, these Super Bowl, post-Super Bowl winning hugs. What was it like with Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator who Thank called you. you on that day? What, did, what do you say to this guy when the journey's <laughs> complete in the ultimate way man. like that? What do you say? What was that like? It was, you know, we just, uh, you know, he coached me at the Senior Bowl 15 years ago, mm. 16 years ago, whatever it was, and we always talked about having a chance to be on the same side, right, whether he coached me uh, at some point in our careers, and to have it come full circle in this moment uh, is just so special for him and I, and he's going to be a head coach one day and hopefully win the Super Bowl. Uh, he is just has that it factor. He knows how to relate to the players. He knows how to connect to us. His even-killed demeanor is so much like me as a player, so we just connect on another level. And being able to talk ball, talk shop, uh, I'm just so happy for him. I'm, I'm grateful that he even thought 
of the idea to bring me back, him and Coach E, uh, is just I'm, I'm forever embedded to him, right, because he gave me a chance to live a second life as a kid when no one gets this chance, right? You're retired for two years. You, you don't get a chance like this. And I owe that. I owe the Super Bowl ring for him uh, for giving me this chance to have a role on this team and, and, and taking it and running with it. So we'll be forever connected. That's what we talk about. We'll, we're forever connected in this life as Super Bowl champs and doing something that nobody has done and probably will never do again of doing what we did uh, coming out of retirement and making, uh, making a splash. What was the hug with uh, Stafford like, you know, another guy, long-time oh veteran in the league who's now got that yeah. ring like you, Eric? What about that one? Yeah, man. It, you know, we just – it was just a moment. You know, we, we wanted this so much for each other. You know, I wasn't a part of this season, the whole team, the, you know, the whole season, obviously. But I'd watched every game. I watched every play. So I felt emotionally I was attached to them. And – uh watching his career from afar and then being his teammate for the last five weeks and just growing appreciation of how hard he works and, and the command and the ownership. And just he is he is a quarterback through and through of what you want, right? Uh, how he owns it, how he, how he stands on the table for what he wants to do, what he doesn't, how he challenges his coaches, how he challenges his players and expects greatness. Uh, and it was just in that moment we were just uh, – you know, saying how much of this moment we did for each other, right? How he wanted to do it for Wit, wanted to do it for AD, wanted to do it for myself, and vice versa. And that was what was so special about this group of men, man. We wanted to do it for each other. It wasn't so much about doing it for myself. It was about having this chance to do it for for the guys that have been in the league for so long and done so much. But now we're here, and we can sit here and say we're Super Bowl champs because we did it for each other not for ourselves. And then uh, lastly, with your wife, who's been with you this entire journey. <laughs> what was that hug like, um, uh, Eric? What was that moment like, if you don't mind me uh, asking? Yeah, it was It was emotional. It was, uh, you know, I wouldn't be here without her uh, over the course. You know, we've been married coming up on 17 years. We got married in college. She's been in there been through the grind and and only the wives know of the nfl what it what it's like of not having their husbands home for six seven months at a time and and being able to support and encourage and be that person that is always there for you uh on the the ups and downs uh she is one of a kind she was the rock is the rock of our family and held us together and uh in that moment i mean we we're still in awe we're still in shock that this actually happened and uh, for her to support me. And really, when she said anybody, nobody could do it but, but me, I mean, she was the one that gave me the confidence to go try this. She really was. And she's been there. And I just hope that uh, over the next 50-odd years that I'm, uh, you know, I think I'm going to live till I'm 100, so I'm going to say 67 <laughs> more years. Attaboy. That I could That I could give her the attention and serve and sacrifice with her and the kids as much as she did for me because – it was second and none. Eric Weddle, you have always been one of my favorites. When I heard you were coming out of retirement with the Rams, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And now <laughs> that that whole sense of you got to be kidding me is off the charts. You're a Super Bowl champion. What an unbelievable ending. A fairy tale that nobody saw coming. Thanks for the time and sharing. You're really one of my faves. Congrats. You deserve Rich. it. Rich, Rich, love you, bro. Appreciate right back at you. At you.
and uh, Super Bowl chance. I'm in the club finally. You are in the <laughs> You're in the club. You're in the club. Yes, indeed. We have we have a club right here, as a matter of fact, that you're Welcome allowed into anytime, anytime, Eric Weddle. Enjoy the parade. Have a good time. I will. Take care Thanks, of yourself, Grace. brother. You bet. You be well. The one and only Eric Weddle. So awesome. Super Bowl champion. <laughs> nice. What a story. That's badass, man. The ultimate rise and shine. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. took me when I moved uh, to Los Angeles back in 2003. Uh, it took me a while to realize that whenever I was working indoors, this was at NFL Network, I was working indoors and it took me at least two, three, four weeks to stop lamenting, man, I'm indoors when it's so beautiful outside because it's usually very beautiful outside. Have you gone through that process so far? Matthew well, Stafford. luckily for me, my job is outside. Ah, that's true. Um, so I get go. to uh, I get to yeah. enjoy it, but I am uh, I am enjoying it for sure. That's uh, I pinch myself waking up and seeing the sun up every day, and <laughs> about seventy seventy five degrees. It's pretty nice. It, it sure is. So uh, so far, what have you been uh, What have you been doing so far to get yourself acclimated football wise? Walk me through that process for you, Matthew. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, I've just been trying to catch up as much as I can. Um, you know, I'm in a little bit of a unique position in the fact that everybody here has pretty much been running some version of this offense for the last four or five years. So, um, you know, they're definitely ahead of the game when it comes to the mental aspect when, you know, as far as where I'm at. So I'm just trying to catch up, do everything I can there. And then last week we kind of started, uh, doing some on-field stuff, um, in a little bit of a limited capacity, but it was good to get out there and meet the guys and, kind of start working with them, throwing with them and, and doing all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's picking back up, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a process for me and something that uh, is a big challenge on the mental aspect, but I will, uh, you know, do my part to make sure I'm ready to go. And what about McVay? He talks very fast, uh, Matthew. Uh, I, <laughs> he does. He He's talks, a smart guy. He's got a lot to say. I know that. He, um, so he, you, I guess you have he, to pick uh, up his cadence as well too, I imagine. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's communication. Um, you know, obviously he's, 
he's giving me the plays through the headset. We're talking constantly out at practice, um, and you know, and in the meetings and all that kind of stuff. Just trying to uh, you know get to know each other as best we can because that's a you know that's an important relationship for for not only uh, the offense but our team. And so, how many plays has he given you? Or is he going to give you multiple ones? Is he going to give you one, and then it's your job at the line to figure out what what happens there? I mean, what is the uh, the protocol that you're expecting? For, oh, for it's this? it's a little bit of everything. You know, sometimes we got one, we got two, we got open ended. Um, you know, just about like everybody else in the NFL, there's a there's a, a bunch of different options. But uh, you know, it's it's definitely a, a complex offense, one that uh, you know uh, has been. You know, executing and, and uh, been atop the NFL for a long time around here. So, uh, just got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of work to do to make sure we keep it there and, and get better. Now, it's Matthew Stafford right before Memorial Day weekend last year. Now we're getting set for President's Day weekend this year. He's a Super Bowl champion. How about them apples, as Ooh, they man. say? YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for our full archive. You can see all of Eric Weddle's previous show appearances <laughs> here. On the Rich Eisen Show, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. I have an, uh, I've actually have that page open here for some reason. We're, all, we're over 365,000 subscribers now. Ooh. Yeah. We're very proud of that information. <laughs> we're very oh, proud. We, ju- we just gained one. Thank you. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Hey, Rich, can I say something about what Eric is, Weddle? Please. I love that guy, man. So there's been a lot of talk yesterday about uh, Hall of Fame. Everyone's talking about Matt Stafford. Richard Sherman has a lot to say about it. But I'm looking at Eric Weddle's resume. Yeah. I think he's got a case. Two-time All-Pro, which according to Richard Sherman is very important. Yes. Six-time Pro Bowler, according mm-hmm. to Richard Sherman, very important. Led the league in interceptions in 2011 in which he was first-team All-Pro. And now he's got that Super Bowl ring. I think Eric Weddle has a case. Not just any Super Bowl ring. I mean... And off the couch where you were an important member it, 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 coming it, off the couch. That last part, too. Important it's, member. It's not just he was Dude, like... 61 snaps in the week after he said right. it was a good thing he didn't play in the second half because he had already tweaked hamstring and groin. Like, all due respect to LaShawn McCoy, like, wasn't a really integral part oh, God. of... You don't have to... You don't have I'm to, just saying, I'm saying... <laughs> right. He, he joined a team and then didn't really do much. Eric Weddle came off the couch and was very important in this playoff run. He was in the last snap of the game. That's how important he was. He was playing all the snaps, basically. How about... How about... They know he's got a torn pack. And Still out there. Last play of the game, too. And I just love... Oh, man. And again, the narrative is probably like, Sean McVay called him up. What are you thinking? You know, it's his DC from yeah. back in the... I had no idea that, that Raheem Morris coached him in the Senior Bowl. 15 years ago. You so, know, just to... I had no idea. Frank Gore, not Hall of Fame, but Eric Weddle, Hall of Fame, according oh, to Chris Brockman. I'm just boy. trying to get it straight. I'm just... What are the well? According to Richard Sherman, what are Frank Gore's accolades? Five-time Pro Bowler, two thousand All oh, NFL. You have 2000s. the information there in front of you. Well, no, I just knew this. Okay. Does he have anything on his fingers? He does not. Well, he had a one hundred yard game and a touchdown in a in a, in a in Super, Super Bowl, Bowl where where they I had also, a red zone opportunity also, at the end. I'm not, I didn't give Eric Weddle a jacket. I'm just saying, since we're well, talking no, I mean, about you, you it. You really pound the table hard. He seems hard like he has a case. That for Frank Gore not to be a Hall of Famer, then sometimes other guys are like, hey, this guy could get in. So Guess I what just, we're going to remember forever. The fact that Eric Weddle came off the couch. Are you, though? Absolutely. Don't remember a single thing from Frank Gore's career. Oh, that, now that's, <laughs> no, now see, that's, that's come on, ridiculous. Bro. Now you, know, just, you, know what, you know what Frank Gore is now? He's a meme. Because he got knocked out by Darren Williams. No, no, no. Come on, that sucks. No, no, no. No, No, I know know you're not a Frank Gore fan, but you can't say you can't remember anything that he's ever done. I just told you, he had over 100 yards and a touchdown in a Super Bowl. 
That they, he was did, a, that they didn't win. And he was, and 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 he was a crew. I I did most of his highlights for the for, for the first ten years of NFL Network. Nine thousand yards. I wasn't putting him in. I'm just saying Eric Weddle has a case since we're talking about Hall of Fame. David in Los Angeles, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, David? Hello, am I on? Well, yes, yeah, you David. are, sir. You're on. What's going on, David? Hi, everybody. Hey, um, David. Hey, what David. up? <laughs> Just wanted to call the first uh, first time I've ever called into a radio show. Not a boy. Nice. Uh, this was um, partially, well, no, not partially, all due to Delph Dufo leaving the Super Bowl early. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. I'm a factor. Well, you are a factor. I had no idea that his leaving the Super Bowl before Stafford's uh, and the Rams' 18 play or eight, 15 play, 18 snap drive. <laughs> Left you inspired. I, I, I never thought well, that would be inspirational. Fans. But it's what? not great inspiration. It's just a <laughs> reminder of my father. He's, uh, he and Del Tufo are cut from the same cloth. Uh, so when I was maybe 16, I bought my father Yankees tickets for Father's Day. We go. It's a great time. Uh, sixth inning passes, and he's like, all right, time to go. And Yankees are winning. It's a great game against the White Sox. We get home right as the ninth inning starts, and we hear Michael Kay say, oh, Mariano's in line for its 400th save today. And then my mother is in the living room. She's like, what the hell are you guys doing home? He spent all this money on these tickets for you. And my dad just, he's like, we got to beat traffic. Oh, oh. It's like that. It's what is it? Isn't that like like progressive the progressive commercial, yeah, right? Yeah. Like don't don't talk about the. Don't, yeah. Let's not let's not oh, talk yeah. about parking before the game. Before the game, when we're leaving oh. the game before before games. Oh my god! We I'm went so- to one foot. We went to one Jets game when I was maybe nineteen, and same thing. We left I think right at the fourth. And well, this is also MetLife where you have to take like two buses. Oh no 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 no! Don't don't don't! You don't have to say to us over here. One of my favorite Sports Center lines of all time that I said is that uh, you know one of the being at Giant Stadium is the only spot where you're jealous of Jimmy Hoffa because he's already home. It's so bad. Thanks for the call though, David. I appreciate that. By the way, I think we've now officially have to have a call to action for people to call in for the the moments that they wish they had left to to be traffic. Eight four hold on a second. Eight four four two zero four. Rich, if you're like David, where you left a game to beat traffic, or your father did, or your mother insisted, or yes, somebody okay. insisted, or you were had a ride to the game where somebody said you got to come home with us now because you got to beat traffic, and you missed an incredible moment. If you're one of those people whose red taillights are on the top of Chavez the screen Ravine, as it as the camera widens out at for Gibbs to see Gibson's Chavez home Ravine run Ravine hit the pavilion in right field, call. call in 844-204-RICH. That's your number to dial. Chavez Ravine, goodbye. This guy's <laughs> like they missed it, and Del Tufo missed the entire end of the game. No, Where no, do you no, got to no, go? No, I missed the last Cincinnati draw. I watched them win, oh. and then I said that we got it. I go, see you. We got I'm it. Done. That's absurd. I don't know if we I got it. You. Please. I'm telling you. That's ridiculous. Mike McCarthy coming up. Two things. Mark Wahlberg famously left the 28-3 to Super Bowl early. Because that I know that. That's, kid had to yeah. go well, to unfortunately for him, that got tweeted out. Right. And it looks like he's a Fairweather fan, not right. like his kid's got to get to bed. And secondly, I've long resigned to the fact that Frank Gore will be in the Hall of Fame. I just disagree. Okay. Like Richard Sherman. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I mean... <laughs> I've never, I've never, I I don't think I've ever left it. I I mean, I totally understand leaving a game to be trapped. You can't sit here. But you can't leave a playoff game or or a Super Bowl Bowl early. I've been to 24 of them. Big deal. I don't care. Oh, my God. I I left it. The only reason why I stayed in in Phoenix. Diehard Rams fan over here. No, the only reason why I stayed in Phoenix to watch the Butler play was because 
I'm like, I love to see the Patriots lose. No, stop. I mean, you're such a troll. <laughs> no, uh, uh, look, man. There's no way. There's no way. Everybody in that stadium knew that there was enough time left on the clock for oh, for for no, of course. for Burrow to tie of the game, if not win it, including McVay, who tried to sneak before the fade. Yeah. And I mean, it's just to burn a timeout. Be honest, didn't you kind of expect that game to go to overtime? Yes. The you number of times yeah. I was sitting there thinking, I cannot see straight because I haven't. I, right. I, I, I slept two hours before working all day and going to that game. I thought to myself, I'm. This is absolutely going to overtime we all, because yeah, that we kid thought, McPherson we, was ice. How many times does he kick it through the center? He doesn't even come close. Like when was the last time he even gave a scare to a, a, a Bengals fan thinking he wasn't going to make a kick? That kid's unbelievable. He's amazing. He's unreal. So, at any rate, uh, Mike McCarthy's about to join us here on our program. And um, so, uh, we got a Super Bowl winning head coach from uh, back <laughs> in the day. On, hold on, Rich. Yeah. All, all five phone lines. I love it. Just, I love it. Mike, just, the Cavalry's yeah. coming. Mike, the Cavalry's coming. Just, I love boom. it. Bring it on. The Cavalry's coming. Bring it on. There's a bunch of people that have left and beaten. I don't leave concerts early. I love it. I love our audience to uh, to life, to use the uh, the Dion phrase. Good Lord, I love these people. The cavalry's coming, Mike. Don't feel so bad about missing. Well, you don't care, clearly, because you've been to half the Super Bowl. That's exactly. absurd. By the way, I've been to 19 of them, and I would not have left either. You can't, Well, most of the time in the old days, we had to do post games. But oh like now, God. it's like you could have. Uh, what, what is happening? All right. Let's take a break. Mike McCarthy of the Dallas Cowboys when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show on a busy post-Super Bowl 56 Tuesday. 